Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've discovered from my challenges with ADHD and chemo brain. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now certified productive environment specialist and ADHD productivity coach with well over 20 years of experience in business, office design, and productivity. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, wife, mom of a teen and a cat, and a lifelong geek. I'm old enough now to be proud of it. I've learned that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget our appointments, we can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and fits who we are with our unique brains. I believe that to be truly productive, we need to learn how to be intentionally unproductive. A strange twist for a productivity coach. But hey, I love to ski, sail, and surf. Listen in and learn how to streamline your space and systems so you can be more focused, organized, and have more time to be intentionally unproductive. Hey everyone, Catherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and your host of the Uncluttered Office podcast. Probably about four years ago, I was sitting in a client meeting discussing our next steps in their construction project. At the time, I was a commercial office interior designer. It was time for delivery of wood, two by fours, the things used to build the walls. The word completely escaped me. Across the table, one of my clients said, lumber. We all laughed and laughed. Chemo brain had struck again. While I've left my design days behind me, I may still have a few missing pieces here and there. I lose occasional words. It's something I try not to think about too much. It just sits on the back burner. But as I am coming up on my cancer anniversary of September 11th, this is recording just after that. Uh, Excuse me, this is recording now. (laughs) You will be listening to it just after that. That thought pan has moved back to the front burner for me. I'm six years cancer-free. One year past the magical five-year mark. For some reason in cancer land, five years is that time where it's no longer a deep, dark concern that you'll get cancer again. I'll take that. And you're probably just saying, oh, chemo brain, that must have been really rough. And I'm going to be honest, it was. What I didn't know, though I've always thought I was different, was that I had ADHD. and The combination of chemo brain, the fact that they were shutting down my hormones as quickly as possible because it was breast cancer triple positive, which means that I was positive for estrogen and progesterone related cancer plus her two new, which is a receptor that can indicate a more aggressive form of cancer. So I was triple positive, which is actually great news. We knew exactly what we needed to do to shut down cancer in my body. If you're triple negative, it's really horrible because they don't know where it came from or what it's about. But this isn't really so much a story about cancer as it is about ADHD. Because with chemo brain shutting down the hormones and everything else, I was completely off the rails. And I'm grateful to chemo brain because it brought my ADHD to light. I'm not entirely sure I would have known that I'm ADHD if that hadn't happened. Because what happened was, it was kind of like, excuse me for saying this, shit show. I could not function. I was spinning my wheels all the time. I had no idea what to do next. 
it was really a difficult time in my life. So cancer has been a blessing and a curse, but it's mostly been a blessing. I know when people say that, they're always like, oh, I never would believe people, but it truly is. You learn a lot of great lessons when you have to go through something horrible. And I'm hoping for your sake that you never have to go through anything horrible and you just get the life lessons without those. So chemo brain is faded for the most part. I sometimes still laughingly use it as an excuse because I forget words, but my ADHD is not. And I think it's really important for people who are learning about ADHD that it doesn't fade out. It's something that's with you since childhood. And I actually will talk through what that looks like today. So I got tested in the spring. I finally took the plunge and I mostly did it because I felt like it was weird to say to my clients, I have undiagnosed ADHD. Well, uh, wait, you're an ADHD and productivity coach, but you don't know if you actually have the diagnosis. But I kind of been living my life with just knowing it, right? And then finally said, I guess I should get it just to be, I don't know, to be accurate with people. So I did it and I do have ADHD and I'm not surprised. It answered so many questions that I've had all of my life. Why was I so stinking smart but struggled so much in school? Why couldn't I just get things done in time? Like everyone else, hello, late papers, lower grades because of late papers. Seriously, sometimes they were completely done. I had one in college that was just sitting around that I hadn't bothered to turn in and I got a lower grade. It would have been an A instead I got like some kind of a B. And why did I feel so damn different all the time? That's a whole lot of why. And it's all answered in one lengthy intensive test. And by the way, it is not an easy test. You have to sit down and write everything out. I did it on ADHD online. I didn't feel like I wanted to go spend $400 to meet with a fancy psychiatrist in Fairfield, Connecticut, where everything's more expensive. Uh, ADHD online test was around $200. It is evaluated by a proper doctor. They know what they're doing. And you answer many, many questions including those teacher comments from middle school, et cetera. And they were really painful. I have to say, I had a good cry after writing all that. It was really hard to read. It was really hard to read because if only we had known, if only anyone had known. Listen, I'm 55 years old. No one was talking about ADHD in the 70s. And they sure as heck weren't talking about it in girls. Now, you might think that since I'm female, that I have inattentive ADHD. And if you knew me personally, you would know that I most assuredly am combined type. I definitely have the hyperactive piece. I don't have the hyperactive piece so much in running around, bouncing off walls. I have it in talking very quickly. That's really where you see the majority of my hyperactive ADHD. And I definitely have the scroll brain where I'm jumping from thing to thing. I'm not happy doing the exact same thing all day long. I really like to be able to move from task to task. So if you've got ADHD and you've read those teacher comments and you're feeling kind of crappy, I just want you to know it's okay. You're okay. One, they just didn't know about us when we were growing up. And two, you are perfectly and perfectly human. You have a beautiful, differently wired brain. And I want you to really embrace that. Which leads me to the other thing that happened in the spring. And it's not entirely about ADHD, but partly about it. So in the spring, I graduated from the foundational level of my coach approach training. Coach approach training, which used to be called coach approach for organizers. And I did it because I liked how it was set up. It's really set up that you don't do 
all of your coach training and then learn how to coach, meaning you actually get clients while you're going along the way. We have skills building groups where we practice coaching. And pretty much after the second or third course, they want us out there coaching for money, like being paid to coach, which is amazing. So there were five courses in the foundation level. And in it, we began to touch on neurodiversity and ADHD, as well as, of course, organizing and productivity. And I can tell you that as a coach, I both coach while helping clients get more productive and organized. So I can sometimes have that physical on-site organizational piece strictly in the office, by the way, not in your kitchen, your basement, or your garage. I don't want to be doing any of that kind of organizing. Or when I'm doing some productivity consulting, actually helping people create a plan. So I both coach one-to-one as a solo thing, and I coach as a part of the work I'm doing. And that's why I did this program, because they teach us how to coach while we're organizing or while we're working with a productivity consulting client. So once I finished in the spring, and for some crazy reason, I didn't seem to uh, celebrate in any way. That's just not very me, but here we are. I didn't ring the bell when I was finished with chemo either. I kind of felt like I wasn't finished. That's just me. And same with this. I was finished with foundation level, but I wasn't finished with my full training. I don't think I'll ever be finished with my full training, but that's another issue. So what happens now is I had to choose a track. I could go into organizing, productivity, or neurodiversity. Well, I've already studied a ton or organizing and productivity, both with Institute for Challenging Disorganization and from reading countless books. So I chose door number three, and it's an absolutely fascinating door. It's an entree into my mind and the mind of my clients. In case you missed that, door number three is neurodiversity. So coaching school isn't just about me learning how to coach you. I get coached by my fellow students, who I'd really call my business colleagues. It has really been a process of peeling back the onion. After decades of self-discovery, definitely one of those people, been on the couch, done therapy. I had thought I was already at the center, but I was surprised to learn there are many, many more layers to the onion. And spoiler alert, we're never really at the center of the onion. I've had an opportunity to learn as much about myself as I have about others. Being the client is quite the learning experience. We get the chance to see how others coach. What do we like about their style of coaching? What would we do or ask differently? What's another direction we could have gone? My coach trainer tells us to come as the client with all of our ADHD, if we have it, on display. So yes, I get to be in your shoes. So if you're wondering if I've walked a mile in your client's shoes, maybe. Maybe not. I can tell you that I have dealt with anxiety, depression, and this differently wired brain of ADHD. I don't generally work with clients who have autism because it's not something I understand and I'm not super trained in it. But whatever the journey is, it's your journey, not mine. And I'm here holding a safe space for you while we travel. So, what is coaching? You're probably asking yourself. Coaching isn't about me feeding you answers. It's about me holding a safe space for you to find those answers within yourself. Coaching is a co-created relationship, which is a fancy way of saying coaching is a partnership between the coach and the client. And I can tell you, it's not for everyone. Coaches are facilitators of learning. We hold space for the client to maximize their own performance and potential. We help you achieve specific goals. We believe that clients have the answers within him or herself. The client is naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. We say NCRW for that, naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. It really changes how you look at the world and you see everybody as naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. 
changes things. We are present without judgment, empowering and motivating our clients to deeper understanding, creative thought, and changing perceptions. And we provide forward-focused guidance and empower you to make your own decisions. So you're probably thinking, you've been to therapy, Catherine. How is coaching different from therapy? Therapy focuses on mental health and emotional healing. Therapists assess, diagnose, and treat mental illness. And a really important caveat here, as a coach, I do not diagnose. I do sometimes recommend, like I might say, have you considered that this might be X, whatever X is, ADHD? I'm noticing from your behaviors that would that be something you want to go explore with somebody else? Get the idea? Therapists explore the past, present, and future to help their patients reduce symptoms and make behavioral changes. Therapists help their patients work through difficult feelings so they can change self-destructive habits and improve their relationships. Not exactly what we do in coaching. In consulting, a consultant has been an expert in the industry, and the consultant is paid to come up with answers and tell you what to do and how to do it. The consultant provides advice and imparts their knowledge. Often, a consultant will teach specific skills or actually do the project for you. So I want to say something. It's very clear we're not therapists with ADHD coaching. We often will drift into a bit of a consulting role. Why is that? Because sometimes with ADHD, you just need to know how to do the dang thing. So we help you set what it is, what you're planning on doing, what your goals are and where you're going. And then we would step into a consulting role to possibly help you set it up. So maybe that's a time management system or a way to prioritize or those habits that would help you get more organized. So ADHD coaching can be a little more around the consulting thing and not quite as cut and dry. You're probably saying to yourself, well, if I was wanting to get coached, what would be some of the benefits? So you can gain a fresh perspective on your challenges, be provided with compassionate support and someone who is your ally and in your court, helps promote your awareness. We ask questions, offer reflections, help you explore your perspectives and what your motivations are, all these things that might be necessary to maintain your organizational plan. We encourage you to lean into your own ability to make lasting changes. Like I said before, coaches see clients as naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. I might say that a lot. That's the awesome part of being, about being a coach is seeing people in all their gloriousness. And we use accountability techniques to overcome and replace old habits with productive new habits that will support your new organized lifestyle. So you're probably wondering how it works. So in coaching, we start with determining your values. And we co-create a strategic plan for your next 90, maybe a little bit longer than that days. I typically work with my clients for three to four months. We set your short-term and long-term goals so that you're working and living your values and so that we have metrics to evaluate. You'll be able to clarify exactly what's important to you so that you can make decisions in alignment with your goals. You'll set your priorities so that you can get your results faster. You'll have support in keeping on track with your plan and priorities so you'll get things done each week. And together, we'll help you to develop some of these kinds of skills, planning skills, time management skills, your self-motivation, decision-making, and your self-esteem. Why me as a coach? Kind of weird. I don't really do this on the podcast. I tend to keep the podcast very separate, but I've gotten enough questions recently that I really felt it was important to talk some about why I'm doing what I'm doing or what I'm doing in my regularly scheduled life. So why me as a coach? I've had ADHD. I've gotten through anxiety and depression. I recognize what it's all about. 
I truly, deeply care about my clients and their results. I really want them to be successful. And it's my great honor to be with them on the journey. I know it's not a hard sell. I just thought I would mention that I do have spots available. I would love to work with you if this sounds like something you're interested in doing. I promise that this podcast will be absolutely 100% back to regularly scheduled programming. I know it's so important to all of you to get tremendous value, and it's important to me to impart that value to you when you're here on the podcast. We have some great guests coming up. This is season three. I kind of soft started it by having two folks be interviewed earlier in the month. That's because they're just crackerjack amazing people, and I wanted you to be able to hear them. If you are enjoying this podcast, I'd love it if you would like it, share it, give a review. The only way I can reach more people is if you provide reviews. So that would be amazing. And if you think you're ready for some coaching because you're struggling in any way with productivity, time management, getting things done, your brain feels like you have 50 tabs open, you need 27 hours in a day, you don't know how to manage work-life balance, you just need some tools and you need an ally and a supportive person in your court. And I would love to be that person for you. I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I'm looking forward to being with you next week when I have another amazing guest. Just wait all about content creation. It's going to be fabulous. Again, thanks so much for being here. Catherine Avery, Productivity by Design, your ADHD and productivity coach and host of the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Till next time. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.